From finance and commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. Above all, it's a show about what's next, creativity, and the innovation and technology that are changing how we work and shaping the future of business throughout our state. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers who may challenge the status quo, but also make their dreams a reality. I'm Joel Shetler, your host and editor of Finance and Commerce, Minnesota's oldest business newspaper and online publication. Thanks so much for joining me. I would also like to thank our podcast sponsor, Guarantee Commercial Title. Guarantee offers a new platform for the delivery of services based on the expertise and ingenuity of a visionary team of title professionals that identifies obstacles and creates solutions that result in a successful sale, construction, or financing of commercial real estate. To learn more, visit GuaranteeTitle.net. A note before we begin. This marks our 100th episode of Beyond the Skyline. I just want to take a moment to thank those of you who have participated in forums and interviews for our podcast. But most importantly, I want to thank our listeners. I hope you'll join us for the next 100 episodes and more of Beyond the Skyline. When cities consider requests for tax increment financing or school districts seek help with bond referendums, people like Greg Crow at Roseville-based Ellers are oftentimes crunching the relevant numbers behind the scenes. Ellers, a provider of public finance services for 1,500 clients in five states, recently promoted Crow to president. An Ellers employee since 2012, Crow previously worked as a senior municipal advisor and principal for the company's education finance team. Previously, the Grand Rapids, Minnesota native worked as the primary budget analyst for education finance and co-controller for the Minnesota House of Representatives. As the company's new president, Crow takes the baton from Jeff Eaton, who announced plans to retire at the end of the year. In the following interview, Crow speaks with reporter Brian Johnson about his new role with the company, the outlook for the bond market, the balancing act that school districts walk as they consider bond referendums, and more. I'm pleased to be joined by Greg Crow. He is the uh, will be the next president of Ellers. And uh, Ellers is a pioneer and regional leader in municipal advisory services since 1955. Um, Greg, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Brian. So it sounds like you'll be starting your new duties here uh, the first of the year. Is that right? That's correct. January 1st. Okay. Um, well, tell me about that. It looks like it sounds like you've been with the company for a while now. And um, how did you... Uh, get to where you are now, where you're stepping in as the next president? Sure. I uh, actually have been at Ellers for just over nine years now. Before that, I spent almost 20 years at the State House of Representatives as a nonpartisan budget analyst, mm-hmm. working primarily on K-12 education finance. So in the public sector, working with um, uh, financial formulas and policies that relate to to school districts in Minnesota. So when it came to Ellers, it was a natural transition to continue to work with school districts. We work with tax exempt bond issuers and uh, cities, counties, townships, schools across Minnesota and Wisconsin primarily, Mm -hmm. um, but also do some work in Kansas, Colorado, Illinois. And um, 
working with school districts in a different in a different aspect than I was at the state, but still uh, helping them uh, solve problems and, and build their communities. And so I've been doing that for, um, as I said, just just over nine years. Uh, during that time, I became part of our management team mm-hmm. and um, became the leader of our um, internal um, operating team that works with school districts. And so uh, I've done that for about six years. So when this opportunity came up, um, uh, it seemed like a natural fit given where we are right now and um, given where I, where I am in my experience. And so I'm excited about uh, about what the future holds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just looking at uh, the uh, little bit of background on the company, um, Ellers works with more than 1,500 local government schools and public agencies across five states, as you noted. Um, talk about, you, you said you've worked with some of the school districts in the past. Uh-huh. Uh, can you talk about some of the things that you help them out with? Do you help out, for example, on, on bond referendums, things of that nature? Sure, sure. yeah. So, so um, that's probably for our uh, education uh, group, one of the biggest things that we focus on. Um, is bond referendums and, and capital uh, projects for school districts. So White Bear Lake School District, for example, passed a uh, bond referendum over $300 million. It's the largest in the state. We helped them um, set that up, design, this, design the financing in a way that would meet their uh, capital needs while at the same time being responsive to their taxpayers and their and their uh, the board's you know, feeling is about tax impact and things like that. So um, we get involved in those types of projects, sometimes when there's not an election, but certainly when there is an election. And on the municipal side, we also do um, uh, bond issuance, of course, but we do uh, economic development, um, as you mentioned, TIF uh, work and um, rate studies uh, for different municipal governments. So uh, uh, a little bit broader uh, practice when it comes to city and county. Uh, uh, work versus the uh, the school district work, and um, while that's been my focus, the the company um, uh, focus is much broader than school districts. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and you mentioned TIF as well. I, I've covered a lot of different uh, projects over the years and written about different projects that are seeking TIF assistance and. Your company's name comes up very often, um, and right. it sounds like you serve them, uh, help them do a, an analysis. Is it basically like a cost-benefit analysis? And, a, and you know, I hear the term "but for" with this project right. go forward, but for this assistance. Right. Can you talk yes. about that a little bit? Well, that's the type of work we do for a for a city, for example, that's considering a TIF district, and and we have a. We have a fiduciary responsibility to our, our public sector uh, clients. And um, so our goal is to help them make sure that what they're doing is, is best for them. And so we're, we're approaching the table, um, uh, helping out those, those uh, municipal entities uh, from that side of it. Mm-hmm. And I guess TIF is something we hear about all the time, but I'm not sure we all understand what it really means. Can you right. maybe explain that a little bit, what, what we're talking about when we talk about tax increment financing? Sure, sure. And I, I'll give you broad 
strokes. We have, if you want to get deep into TIF, we have some experts I'd love to refer you to. Okay. <laughs> but generally, tax increment financing um, reserves a, a certain amount of the tax base uh, growth that happens with the development and um, uses that to help encourage the development. So, mm -hmm. okay. Um, and what else you mentioned economic development too is also something you're involved in. Um, can you talk about that a little bit? Right. It's generally in that same category as, mm -hmm. as TIF. Um, and we do, we do financial management planning for municipal entities where we kind of look at long range um, budget and forecasting planning for them. Um, we do that both with uh, municipal entities as well as school districts and, um, trying to help them get a uh, sense for where they're at and where they, where they might be going down the road. Um, and we've got some dedicated groups that work on, um, that works on, work on those types of things. We, we have a pretty broad array uh, of services, you know, ranging from bond issuance, economic development, financial management planning, um, paying agent services, mm -hmm. uh, disclosure services, investment services, so um, we bring a, bring a broad range of services to each of those municipal entities that we work with. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, getting back to the school districts a little bit, um, can, you, can you give us a sense of what some of the challenges they're facing when they're, go, if they're considering a bond referendum? Um, I'm sure a lot of times they have certain needs, but they also want to make sure that they come up with a plan that would be acceptable to taxpayers um, and has a chance of getting approved. Um, what, uh, how, how do you guys help them um, address those challenges? Sure. Yeah, they, they're, they're obviously acutely aware of the deficiencies that they have in their, their capital plants and the needs that they have. And so, um, you know, when they've identified those and prioritized those, that's when we step in and say, um, you know, here's, here are some options for how you potentially finance the improvements to your, to your facilities. And um, I, first on, on their minds is, is improving education opportunities for students, but they also need to be responsive to their taxpayers. And so that's uh, one of our areas of expertise where we uh, work with them to identify um, what opportunities they might have that would either minimize or mitigate tax impact or sometimes come with no tax impact. And then if they do have to ask their voters uh, to approve um, some sort of financing that has a tax impact, what's the best way to manage that mm -hmm. um, uh, in a way that's satisfactory to them? And while they often come with tax increases, there's also the long-term uh, planning that goes into making sure that once those taxes are in place, that they're predictable and, and sustainable. And we work with them on that. And that can include different types of bond issuance, different structures, uh, different timing, all of those things come into play uh, when we're working with a, working with the school district. Think about um, how best to meet their needs while being responsive to them, to their tax payment. Okay. And you also work with the, uh, you mentioned you had, um, have experience with the Minnesota State House of Representatives and um, you work with the state as well on issues such as um, bonding, things of that nature? Or is that no, we don't, uh, we don't work with the state on their, on their bond issues. Okay. 
but at, at the city level, uh, um, can you expand on that a little bit and some of the other uh, services that you offer for uh, municipalities? Sure. So, so cities issue bonds for, you know, roads and bridges and utilities and, and, and we can help um, with all of those types of things, types of projects. Mm -hmm. but then also um, from the economic development side with GIF and, um, uh, and on the, on the operating side with rate studies, when they, when they think about uh, the sustainability of, of the utilities they're offering, like the utility rate study, the water study, things like that. Um, and then, as I mentioned, um, financial management plan, long-term budget planning, um, kind of a, really anything um, that a, a city administrator um, needs to do on the finance side, we can provide some assistance to them. Um, sometimes we view ourselves as a uh, extension of those business offices so, um, mm -hmm. and then of course, everything related to constituents um, as it relates to, to that service. And um, we've also been growing our investment business. So we handle a lot of um, city and school district, uh, both uh, proceeds of when they issue debt, we can help manage those investments and um, also ongoing investments of their operating funds and their assets they have in, in fund balance. Um, we, we work with them on that as well. Okay. Do you have a kind of a general read on what's going on in the bond market now? Is this a, a good time to issue bonds or um, is it? Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there, there, rates are at historic lows right now, generally. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty around inflation and, and some of the, the Fed discussions, but we're seeing um, a lot of demand still for uh, tax exempt uh, municipal debt. And there's a lot of activity um, when we conduct competitive sales of those bonds and we're seeing rates coming in still uh, relatively low. Some of the index uh, indexes that we follow uh, ticked up a bit in October, um, but then have fallen back a little bit again. So, um, uh, you know, in the short term, uh, we aren't seeing a lot of upward pressure on rates, but when you're at really low levels, that's really where the pressure is, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so you talked a little bit about your background. Is this, what, are you from the area? Did you go to school here? And um, is this, do you, have you considered the Twin Cities home? Yeah, well, actually, I, I'm a proud uh, graduate of Grand Rapids High School in Northern Minnesota. Okay. And uh, I went to, uh, uh, College at St. John's University and graduate school. I graduated from the University of Minnesota. So Minnesota is definitely my home and, and uh, uh, I enjoy being here and I really enjoy serving the communities of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've over the last eight or nine years, I think I've traveled on just about every um, highway in the state, um, you know, visiting uh, those school districts and, and other clients and uh, um, I'm proud to be here from here and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm very happy when we're able to help those communities and mm -hmm. working on a bond issue right now with the Grand Rapids school district where I graduated from. And so oh, wow. it's a way for, it's a way for me to, you know, continue to feel connected to, to those communities that are really important to me. Well, great. Um, 
And then uh, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit just also about your vision for the company, um, sure. how you're approaching that in your new role. Sure. Um, so we have a we have a significant presence in Minnesota and Wisconsin, which um, I'm also thrilled to be uh, to, for the help that we do in Wisconsin, because I think we're doing we do a lot of very good work there. And um, uh, I actually lived in Madison for a little while, so I do have some Wisconsin ties uh, as well. But uh, even though I call Minnesota home, so um, you know we've we've over the last three years we've we've done a bit of a reset in terms of uh, where we want to be at as a firm, and um, we had a you know longtime president and um, who served us very well, and um, um, but the board had specific. Uh, direction for the the president who's retiring now for Jeff uh, when he came in and um, he's been able to accomplish much of that sort of uh, repositioning and reset and um, so we're at a really good place and we've had uh, record um, profitability over the last couple of years and my goal in the in the short term is just to make sure that we're continuing on the path that we've started down. And uh, I think we're at a place where we need continuity in our leadership, but we don't need to stay status quo. So um, so my vision going forward is to continue to um, keep our, our focus on our clients and uh, the importance of our teams mm-hmm. and our uh, the folks that work here, we're employee-owned company. So um, people have a a vested interest in our success and in each other's success. And that's very important to me. And so um, uh, I would say internally, I'm pretty uh, well known as a good team builder. So I just wanna expand that and keep building the teams that we have because really what we do, our success is based on on the people that we we bring into our organization. And so I I wanna make sure that we continue that that history of, uh, of success there. Mm-hmm. And uh, approximately how many employees do you have? Just under 80. Okay. Okay. You hear all the time about and everything from construction to uh, fast food business, people are having a hard time finding workers. Is that, is it the same thing in the financial arena, a pretty tight market there and competition for workers? Um, I think there is, but we have a reputational benefit that helps us. Um, first, we, we don't lose a lot of employees. Mm-hmm. Um, we retain uh, uh, people and we've have, you know, we have a significant number of longtime employees. Mm-hmm. And when we go out looking for people, they know who we are and um, they're excited about opportunities to join us. So we've been pretty successful in, in that arena. Um, we've had a few hires recently that have, that have come on and um, we anticipate will be, you know, very successful in the company. Okay, great. Well, uh, well, thanks, Greg, for your time. You've been generous with your time. Is there anything else that you want to add before uh, I let you go? I don't think so. Thanks for having me on and uh, please reach out if you think of anything else you want to ask. For sure. And uh, thank you for your time as well. And uh, I will uh, be in touch if there's anything else we need. All right. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening, and please subscribe to Beyond the Skyline. We can be found wherever you listen to your podcasts. To learn more about finance and commerce, or to subscribe, go to our website, www.finance-commerce.com. I'm Joel Shetler, Editor of Finance and Commerce. Thank you again for listening to Beyond the Skyline.